to the Burn the Boats podcast, where we interview people pursuing their passion in the moment of full commitment. Here's your host, Matt Sodnikar. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Burn the Boats podcast. I'm your host, Matt Sodnikar. I'm here with uh, my good buddy, Dan Cooper, who uh, we were doing the countdown who uh, walked away from the microphone, but (laughs) (laughs) so uh, Dan is the owner of flipping flapjacks and some of the best pancakes I've ever had on the face of planet earth. And he's got this amazing Zamboni device that lays down. Was it four at a time? All right. And with that, welcome, Dan. Thanks for taking the time. We're fresh off an awesome meal of chicken piccata in your kitchen. So thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Me, us, everything's on the side. Yeah. So, so tell me about the, uh, the pancake business. Cause when I first met you, it was on the very first cruiser ride I did in Parker and <laughs> you showed up wearing a goalie mask with fucking antlers. Which is still upstairs <laughs> in my office. <laughs> But uh, at that point, the pancake business was on the side, right? It was. Um, you know, we started it in 2004, um, basically as a way to cover daycare costs. When our daughter was born, we looked at it and we were like, holy shit, we're not ready for a second mortgage right now. So yeah. we we're trying to figure out ways to, you know, supplement our income to help cover that a little bit. And, and uh, you know as you know, time would tell and things played out, you know, here we are 13 years later almost and, and, uh, making a go of it. Um, you know, funny part is though, the, um, I say, I'm alive. Wow. Uh, uh, (laughs) nobody's listening. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) okay. Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> we're two minutes in, we're quoting movie lines. This is awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean the 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 we look back at it and how many times I mean we tell stories after stories after stories. We should, you know, write a book eventually, but um you know, three, four years in, we we looked at each other one day and you know, we'd done maybe two, three events per year up to that point. And, um, you know, we looked at each other one day, Kelly looked at me actually. And she says, you know, we don't know what the hell we're doing. This isn't going anywhere. The trailer's taking up half the garage, get it out of here. You know, we're just, what are we doing? And, uh, the, uh, oddly enough in, in 2008, 2009 is, is when things started taking off. Why do you think that is? Because you went from what two, three events to it, it, walking away. What happened? It's um, call it a. I don't know. I don't know. I did. There's nothing that we did on our end proactively to to really make it happen. I mean, 2009 was the first year we did ride the Rockies, so we got a lot of exposure mm-hmm. with that, um, which exposure is pretty much the cornerstone of our marketing um, or lack thereof, lack of active marketing. But, um, yeah, I mean, really it's just, it's, it's always been a matter of just getting out getting in front of people, you know, to this day, we still haven't figured out our elevator. 
elevator pitch. Easy for me to say. Well, they're that's great pancakes. I mean, that's that's why I, don't do <laughs> I don't do elevator pitch. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just, um, there was a shift and then it just things, you know, we were, we got out more, more exposure. Um, people saw what we did. They tried the product. Uh, it, it went really well. And, and, you know, we look back at those years since and how we've grown since, and, you know, the numbers of events that we do increasing, you know, steadily. And, um, it, it just, we're hanging on, you know, yeah. going for a ride. So, well, I was happy to see you guys had a second trailer. I didn't know that till how long you've had the second trailer. Yeah, we just bought that one in March. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And I got to tell you, this is unabashed endorsement for the product. These are the best pancakes I've ever had. And it's, yeah, the secret is you get the pancakes, you get the sausage, you make little pigs in a blanket. Put the, <laughs> you put the little, put the weenie in the pancake bun and it's awesome, man. It's like total carb overload heaven. But the thing I'm fascinated about, tell me about the, the, the mechanism, I don't want to call it a contraption because that way undersells it, but <laughs> this thing, um, it's, what's your website? And I'll send people to the website uh, to look at flipping flapjacks, LLC.com. Okay. So go to flipping flapjacks, LLC.com. You got to check out this pancake machine, the, the pancake punisher. <laughs> Tell me about the creation of it, what it is, how it works. Cause I'm, I just like watching you do it while I'm eating pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it's, we've got a, you know, it's, it's a hopper that we dump five gallons of batter in at a time and it rolls across the griddle, drops four, four pancakes out at a time. And, um, to see, I mean, this is, this is the elevator pitch. We don't have, you try to explain to somebody what we do and they glaze over. They're like, you have a, what that does what, um, and, and until they actually see it, then it clicks and they understand how it works. Um, it's on wheels, right? It's on wheels and and there's a trigger and it it just rolls across and hit the, hit the lever and drops out four pancakes. (laughs) Um, you know, we, uh, truth be told, you know, it's, it's not an original idea to us. Although, you know, the, the unit that we've got, um, we did design and fabricate as, as we do with all of our, our griddles and hoppers and stuff. So, um, and that's even some of the fun of it. I, I know I've learned more about propane and, and the flow of propane. (laughs) (laughs) But then, then I ever thought I would, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, you get into flow rates and this, that, and the other. And, I mean, it's just, it's stuff that I never thought I'd be getting into. Now I learned, you know, taught myself how to weld and really, you know, made our late, made our last griddle. And, and, um, it's just been, it's the whole thing. It's, it's immersive. So if you have a variation of the temperature at the griddle surface, does that have an impact on the flapjacks on the end product? I mean, how tight do you have to control? There's, there's a little bit, I mean, there's a little, um, you know, Kentucky windage, if you will, as far as just kind of seeing how things are going and, and make adjustments in the temperature. And, um, you know, we have those, those adjustments built into the griddle. So if, uh, 
you know, if a breeze is blowing one day, we crank the heat up or, you know, just depending on the time of the year that we're out, you know, summer versus winter, there's, you know, there's going to be differences in the temperature that we need to account for and, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, by and large, we really don't run into a whole lot of problems with heating, um, except wind, you know, is really the biggest mm-hmm. challenge that we run into. So, so what's your maximum day? Like you talk about ride the Rockies. Have you guys done rag too? Yeah, we've done that one for... That's the ride across Iowa for people that don't know the bike community. It's a big drunken rolling week-long party across Iowa, right? Rolling bug crawl. <laughs> yeah, I'm in for next year for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it, just do it. Don't even ask questions. Sign up. <laughs> just go do it. Um, again, it's one of those things you can't explain until you experience it. Um, but yeah, we've done rag bride for, for four years now. Um, this will be our actually coming up in 2018 will be our 10th year of doing ride the Rockies. Um, we've got some kind of some cool stuff planned for that, uh, that we need to, to make sure happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, where were we again? Lost. I, I just I get caught up in talking about everything, and then my head starts spinning, and, and I lose track. <laughs> oh, I was I was asking about your like maximum fruit. Oh, maximum. Yeah, maximum. Like the most you've done in a day. The most we've done in one single day was it was on Ragbri. The first year we ever did Ragbri, we served probably a, a few over twelve hundred people in about a two and a half hour stretch. Damn. <laughs> So that gives you listeners, all three of you, some idea of <laughs> the efficiency of this flapjacks machine. It's amazing. So, um, so take me back to, you mentioned that point where the trailer's in the garage and it's just taken up space. How close did you actually get to shutting the whole thing down? Was it like next Monday or we're going to do one more and see what happens? I don't, I don't know that there was necessarily a, uh, a time on it. Um, probably if, if, if we would have had a better idea of how to sell a thing at that time, we may have. Um, and, and that was probably what sell the trailer, sell the trailer. Okay. I mean, how do, how do I go out and put on Craigslist here? Take, come, come by this trailer. that has got his freaking eight foot griddle in it. And, and here's what you can do with it. You know, $8,000 gone. Right. <laughs> Take it. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, that was that to me, you know, when Kelly said that I, it, it got my, you know, got the wheels turning in my head. It's like, okay, what if we, what if we were to try to sell this? How would we do it? You know? And, yeah. and, you know, so, so that probably lack of knowing how to do it saved our asses in the long run and kept us in it. And then, you know, little by little things just kept growing and growing and growing. And we we're like, you know, holy shit, there's some viability to this. So, yeah. you know, and here we are, we, you know, would never think of doing anything else. Right. When we were having beers on Friday, you were talking about one of the, uh, the, the big breaks you got at a cross race, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that one. Um, we got a call. It was at Mountain Vista high school and we got a call from the, uh, faculty advisor for the DECA club. And they were actually, it was one of the students, but anyway, that all comes together. Um, one of the students called us to come out and, um, 
you know, set up at one of the cross races that was at, that was at Mountain Vista High School. Um, and, it, you know, it, it was just another one of those stories of exposure. Um, you know, we went out there, we set up, <clears throat> excuse me, I think we, we served seven people. And, <laughs> well... Let's I remember that the, race. The it was Ice Station Mayo Velo Club was there. So we had seven paying customers, and I probably ended up serving about 30 people. <laughs> but um, you guys are mooches, right? <laughs> it, all, it, all, it all worked out. But um, so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, I, you know, we were working out a fundraising deal with the, with the DECA club and, um, you know, I'm standing here with the, the whole $35 that we, that we sold, you know, gross all day yeah. long. And, uh, I just gave it to the girl. I said, here, you know what, this is what we did. So, you know, it just turned into a hundred percent donation deal. And, um, you know, ultimately what it worked into though is, is again, speaking to our, uh, marketing program, I can't ever call it a plan because we don't have a plan for marketing. Um, so I just call it a program, but, uh, (laughs) we, um, you know, that, that exposure, um, you know, the, the faculty advisor went back to her staff, went back to her principal, we ended up going out for an event. And then, you know, from there, word starts spreading around Douglas County School District. And now, you know, I could probably count on one hand the number of schools that we haven't been to mm-hmm. in Douglas County. Um, you know, from there as well, um, you know, one of our longest standing clients, she left from there and is one of the assistant principals over at Chatfield High School, which, you know, again, exposure there, people see it, people talk about it. And, you know, we're working our way through Jeff, you know, Jeffco schools. Right. So, um, that's like the old Faberge Organics commercials, you know, they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends and... <laughs> I can't believe I just freaking referenced that. <laughs> you push, you push stop on that, right? Oh yeah. yeah. We'll fix this in post-production. I've got, I've got people for this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my minions. <laughs> well, but what I, I've watched you guys and I did ride the Rockies for the first time this year. And first and foremost, the product is solid. I can't say that enough. It's just delicious pancakes, great sausage, but the way that, and it's a family business now, because when I first met you, your kids were young, they were hanging out or, or whatever, but now you've got, um, your daughter either working the register or your son working the register, helping out, but your energy and your vibe, and you treat every customer like you've known them for 15 years. And I at ride the Rockies at that first stop in what was day one? I can't remember. Was that uh, this year we left Alamosa to go to what? Was that not Ridgeway? Where was that first stop? Monta Vista. Monta Vista. Yep. So <clears throat> I got up there and I watched you guys just hanging out, talking to friends, but kind of watching you guys. And for literally half an hour, that line that went probably 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 people deep 
you acted like they were all cousins or relatives, <laughs> man. And it was so cool. And that's the thing that was just so amazing. You guys are just slammed. You're busy. It's churning. It's burning. Mm-hmm. But everybody was made to feel special. Like you gave them, you know, five or six seconds, but it was just like, hi, Dylan. And that I think is what it's, it's not a show because I, I wouldn't want to say that because it's not fake. Like you're, you're not that way. Like you fixed dinner for me tonight here having a great time like you guys are legit like you love doing this and like people are coming in they see the line and it's just there's just a magnetism to it it's really really cool to see i think i think a lot of that is um you know it 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 goes to the heart of what we do being that that yes um you know, you can look at it from the standpoint that we've been doing this as many years and, and, you know, building a successful business, but ultimately what it boils down to is our, is our, God, I'm going to sound corny as hell. Kelly would say it's so much better than I, but it's our nurturing side. You know, I mean, we've yeah. always, we've always taken joy and pride in, in taking care of people. Um, excuse me, the, um, you know, especially on Ride the Rockies. I mean, they're they're out in the middle of nowhere. Actually, yeah. this reminds me. I'll, I'll get back to this. The kid from Florida. Don't remind me to get back to that. Okay. If I, if I forget, which chances are probably pretty good. <laughs> um, We're only two beers in. We're okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, you know, people are out. You know, Ride the Rockies specifically. They're they're out. You know, in the middle of nowhere. They're you know. And, and we're there to take care of them. Um, you know, that's our sole reason for being there. And, um, you, you know, talking about all these people that we've seen, hell, I just, I just realized I'm going through my head and you said, you know, okay, which, which aid station was that where you were? And I got to, you know, doing a quick math in my head. I'm like, well, we've done this for nine years. And on average, you know, on a low year, they do six days. So that's, you know, 54 aid ones where we've set up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, add a few more for those seven day years. But, um, but, you know, I mean, so we see, we've seen these people that many times over the years. And I think about, you know, you know, Jack college phone guy, you know, good story there. Um, you know, just on and on and on of these people that we've seen, you know, that many times over the last nine years. Um, so yeah, I mean, they do, they do kind of become family, you know, they watch the kids grow up. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it helped Jack, the guy I just mentioned, we were at the grocery store one day and he and his wife were walking around, you know, you, you cross, cross paths with these people outside of RTR and, and, um, you know, just, it's, 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 it's funny. I mean, and that's just the, the tip of the iceberg as far as, you know, everybody else that we see throughout the course of the year as well. But, um, you know, RTR is definitely, you know, near and dear to us. That's, I think that was our, that was our breakout event. We've always said that's going to be our retirement event. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it, it just, you know, we love it. The, the, going back to the story of the kid from Florida, you know, he was a, 
I, I never forget it. He came up, you know, we ended up feeding the guy all week, but he's, you know, he's wearing cut off jean shorts. I'm like, God, that's got to hurt. Like, oh, RTR cut off jean shorts and a, and a, and a football jersey. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're going to get your ass kicked. Well, the, the deal was he, he and a, he and a group of 11 other people, um, all applied and he was the only one that got selected really through the, do the whole lottery thing. So rather than bag out on it, he said, the hell with it. I'm going to go do it. So a dude showed up and he right, rode in freaking jean shorts, cut off jean shorts all week long. And you know, it, it just, that's one of those that just sticks in my head of, of you know, the umpteen thousand stories we have from RTR. I mean, <laughs> It, it, it's funny because, you know, you see all the, all the stuff, you know, during the event day of, you know, at the, the actual thing, but good God, so many behind the scenes stories. We pulled into Crawford, Crawford, Colorado one day and, and, you know, we're staying at the Crawford country Inn or whatever the hell it was, you know, they've got, it's one of those where it's a convenience store downstairs and they've got a few, few rooms upstairs around the back. And, <laughs> and uh, well, you walk in, you walk, we walked into this room and we looked at it and I looked at Kelly and I said, you know what? I said, I wonder who got killed in here. She goes, why? Cause when you walk into a hotel room, motel room, holiday Inn, whatever you, you look at the, you look at the way the, the bed is oriented in the room. There's always a light scots on the wall yeah, on either side of the bed and the TV's at the foot of the bed. Well, this one, both light sconces were on one side of the bed and the TV was off the other side of the bed. So somebody turned the bed 90 degrees. So I'm sitting here thinking, who the hell, covered, who the hell turned this bed 90 degrees and covered up a blood stain on the floor? I mean, it, it, it's just, we've got more, more, more stories like that. I mean, just... I, I, Dude, some, I stayed some, at the... some that I don't even know if I'm ready to put out there to public yet, but but there are some rich ones. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed at the uh, the Lamplighter Inn in Alamosa this year, and we were in. Oh my god, our room was the bunker. We were in the corner. Oh my god, and we weren't in the the glamorous Lamplighter section. We were in the the annex over there that had the little restaurant lamplighter. Oh my God. And we, so, got, we got into more <laughs> shithole hotels in the beginning. We, um, there was this one, one place in Durango and I swear to God, we looked at each other when, when we got in there and we're like, we're not showering. I don't know what just moved in the corner of the shower, but I'm not going in there <laughs> because what, I mean, was it rodent or reptile? I, I don't know. It moved. <laughs> That's all I needed to know. But, um, yeah, it's just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we, we had the we had the honeymoon suite at yeah. the lamplighter because yeah. the room the view out of our it was like saving private Ryan. Yeah. Like it was a bunker and the view outside our little bunker window yeah. were the dumpsters. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's rich. But the room was quiet because it was totally cement. I've yeah. never had a better night's sleep. It yeah. was awesome. But nice. Give me one Sub story that you subterranean concrete bunker. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like a prepper dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear the squeaks in the middle of the night. <laughs> so give me one story that you think you shouldn't tell, but maybe like you know, kind of on the cusp. Man. Um. Uh, Cause you're up early, right? You're 
Yeah, I mean, really, there aren't too many. I mean, it's just... I, it's, I, I'd have to do some thinking on that. All right. But we'll do a second episode. Sounds good. We'll, we'll write that one down. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave out the uh, names of the innocent for that. <laughs> to protect the guilty. That's right. Like I said, nobody's listening. They, this is, this, this isn't, isn't even admissible in court. Here. Yeah, I'm not even sure my mom would listen to this. So you got the two trailers mm-hmm. in your, so it's Monday that we're doing this. You're dark on Mondays and Tuesdays, right? Well, not always. We just, hey, Bubba. We, um, say hi, Bubba. Hi. Hey, bud. Actually, say hi, Bubba. I'm an introvert. Don't expect me to say hi, Bubba. Hi, Bubba. Um, no, not always dark on Mondays and Tuesdays. I mean, we're, this is just kind of, you know, getting into that time of year where it's, it's, it's not, I mean, relative to April through August, yeah, it slows down a little bit in the fall. Hi, dear. Say hi, Mama. Hi, Mama. <laughs> Thank you. The better half just walked in. The boss. To the studio. We got to behave ourselves now. <laughs> like hell. Um, so it's mid-October 2017. Yeah, mid-October. How, many, how many days have you done this year? We have done 361 events this year. Okay. My math isn't that good. There's 365 days in a, a whole calendar year. So you guys are what, like at least doubling up. Oh yeah. Sometimes four in a day. There was a stretch four in a day, both had, trailers out, both trailers out. We had a stretch right before Christmas last year where we did seven events in 26 hours. What events were those? Uh, actually one, one event was for, well, three of those were, one location where we left everything set up. Okay. Almost everything set up. Um, was, uh, you know, uh, we were hitting three shifts of, uh, um, you know, about it. Sorting facility. Where was that one? Sorting Postal service sorting facility. Okay. Yes. Thank you. So we hit their shift. So, I mean, the first one was at, you know, 1130 in the morning, then, you know, four, four 30 in the afternoon. And then the last one was at one 30 in the morning. Now, would you come home and go back or would you stay out there? No, no, no. We would, we would go back, okay. um, you know, clean and prep every time, clean and reprep every time. So, um, and, uh, so while I was doing those three, Kelly was off doing, you know, maybe what, two, two the first day and two the second day, something like that. So, um, it was pretty bonkers. And Kelly's the spokesmodel of the organization, right? Kelly's queen bitch. <laughs> I say that with all the love in my heart. I know you're the fan that we see. I will extend my money back guarantee. If Kelly doesn't give you a hug coming through the pancake line, I will give you your money back personally. No, I don't know. It depends on how how raunchy they are. Raunchy is better. Stinky, stinky cyclists, right? Well, cool, man. I, I'm just I'm so happy for your success, and it's just you know seeing it you just kind of grow. Not like not casual, but like, you know, your side gig and, you know, I mean, and that, that's the slow growth. Um, while probably not ideal from a 
traditional business standpoint is exactly how we needed to do it to make sure that we ironed out the kinks as we went so that when we did, you know, slam on the gas full throttle that that we had all those kinks ironed out and we weren't tripping over ourselves, pissing people off along the way and, and, you know, killing ourselves. And, and I think had we cut bait right out of the, right out of the gate, um, we would have, we would have tripped over ourselves and we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah. We'd be broke, unemployed, and divorced. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, because it would have not... It, one of us would probably be in jail because the other one would be, be dead. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So. Um, that, that's honest. It, um, it took us a long time to figure out how to work together. And even when we first left our jobs, it took us a long time to figure out, okay, this is kind of your role in the business and Mm. this is your role. And then when I got my own set up and I started doing my own events, it changed the dynamic again. So then it was like, oh, well, I'm doing exactly what you're doing. I'm going out and doing events and you're going out and doing events. But when we come back to the, to the home base, then, well, then why am I doing all this and you're doing it? So it's been, it has been over the years, just those processes of, okay, you know what? You do the correspondences because you like emailing way more than I do. And I'll do the clean and prep because I don't mind doing that. He gets the propane. Just face it. You're a Southern girl. I'm way better at writing than you are. I just... I, I am not the type of personality that wants to sit in front of a computer for any amount right. of time. I just, that's right. not my thing. I'd rather sit in front of a sink, you know, with my headphones on, washing dishes. Because that, that's my thing. I can, can see it that. go away. You can yeah. see your progress. Yep, right? exactly. I can see, okay, look, I have to do all this and I got through it and look, I did it and I'm good. But, um, <laughs> I did a good job. I did a good job. <laughs> I cleaned the dishes and I wore my glasses. <laughs> There are no dirty spots anymore. So, I mean, it, but those are things that it has taken us a long time to get to. And as far as, you know, hounding, hounding people, if we need correspondences back or something like that, Dan doesn't always respond as quickly as I want him to respond. Mm. So it does. Who, who, who invited you in here? Me. Y'all said, <laughs> Y'all said hello. So therefore I sat down. Well, <laughs> the key thing I want to go back to is you said you prepped for success, right? Cause you said that had you just jumped into it. And if you're doing 300 days in 10 months, the, the machine wasn't built yet. And so that's something that I've found from successful businesses is you plan for success Mm -hmm. and starting small is not, well, you're you're trying to figure it out. Take the Bob Ross approach. We didn't, we didn't plan for success. We had happy accidents. Oh, we had love. We love Bob Ross. I mean, it's, it's funny. You know, Kelly comes from college graduate background, (laughs) but I, but I mean, she, you know, she got her degree in music business, went into event world, you know, so she, she really cut her teeth there. So you've got some large scale experience in this. Okay, cool. All right. Whereas I thought you were just magic. (laughs) I am just magic, baby. (laughs) But we, uh, you know, I mean, on, on my side, (laughs) Jesus, 
<laughs> More wine, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> I think future podcasts, I'm going to drink all the time. This is great. <laughs> But no, I, I, I laugh. I laugh constantly because I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, on the job training is, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, I, on my side, you know, I've, I have had zero, um, you know, formal business training or education. Um, so it's just, you know, it's, it's literally been learn as we go and, yeah. or as I go at least. And, um, but I mean, that's, that's more of the fun of it is, is continuing to learn more and more and more and figure out stuff like that. So yeah. Keeps you young, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still laugh to this day. There's a, there's a teacher over at Heritage high school who once, once a year she does her, uh, she's one of the business teachers and, um, works with the juniors and seniors on their, um, small business projects where they, you know, model a small business and kind of see how it plays out. And she has me come in and talk to her classes about the challenges of, you know, small business and, you know, what we do and this and that and the other. And I, I, I looked at her, I said, Barbara, I said, I said, the, I got to be perfectly honest. I, I think this is very comical. You know, I've had zero formal business training. I flunked out of school twice. I did. Well, I, <laughs> and I, I mean, for, for seriously, I mean, I, I had, I had zero motivation when I was in college both times. And, and I had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up. So the, which is why I had no motivation. I mean, I was doing all the status quo bullshit, you know, classes. Cause that's what you were supposed to do. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, I'd rather go to go to the wreck and play ball for four hours. And, you know, while I had a hell of a jump shot and, and, you know, learned how to talk to a lot of people at the end of the day, it didn't do much for my grades, but, um, you know, definitely, definitely helps us to appreciate where we are a lot more now having gone through that and, and experienced all that. So, so what you're saying is kids quit college and yeah, pretty much. I mean, don't take <laughs> shit too seriously. I mean, there's, you know, who I'm needs, kidding. who needs a piece of paper anymore? I tell you what, I look, I'm still paying for it lovely college education I and shut up you're not paying for it i'm paying for it mm-hmm. yeah whatever um i i what i'm really well, saying is kid, kids when you meet a girl make sure she doesn't have a shut shit ton up. of debt that you have to take on when you get married have- <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome so you're saying don't sign it for tinder sign it for credit wise before right. you get a girl I made more money than he did when we first met, by the way. So you're welcome. And I believe it. Thank you. Anyway, it's for some, like I tell our children, you're going to go to college. Whether you get a degree or whether you, what you do with your life is irrelevant. You go to college, not, not always for the degree because the piece of paper can assist you and it may not assist you. But the experience of college and falling flat on your face, yes. as we did, was enormously beneficial. I mean, I was 17 years old, freshman in college at LSU, in an apartment, paying my own way, got a job at Bennigan's for all of us who are old enough to remember that, <laughs> that, that company. But to me, it was, you know, sink or swim. There was no safety net. There was no... Oh, I could just go home and return to mom's house. 
it was, oh shit, I got to make rent and I got to pay the electric bill and I got to put gas in my car and I got to figure out how to go to class and I got to figure out how to do all of this. And I'm 17 years old. And that was okay because I wasn't going to drop dead the next day. I just learned. And we all, all of us at school in those days, we just learned. And some of us failed out like I did. I failed out of LSU. And then it was like, okay, get a job. All right. Do I want to wait tables for the rest of my life? No. So then when I went back to school, it meant more of, okay, this is what I really want to do. And so I was fortunate enough that I could work within my field for 15 years or so. But then, well, not 15 years. How long did I work? As ultimately between the two. Yeah, about 15 years. Ish. Ish. I, you know, was able to work in my field. And then I realized that that just wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. But that was, that was a conscious decision. So don't drop out of college just because it, the paper doesn't matter. <laughs> Go to college, drink a lot, have fun, enjoy, enjoy the experience of falling flat on your ass. And then put, put yourself up. Yeah. No, fail. Fail miserably. When you look at yourself in the mirror and go, what the hell was I thinking? And then pick yourself back up and move on because all those failures are simple stepping stones to success. They're actually wins. They're small they wins. Yeah. You just don't see it right at that point because especially if you're overwhelmed, if you're stressed, you're thinking, oh my goodness, this is horrible. But it's not. As long as you're upright and breathing, you can still dig yourself up. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I never <laughs> failed. I just figured out 10,000 ways that it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. That we have. And he has figured out that there are 10,000 ways that he does something and there are 10,000 ways that I do something and we get to the same end. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> well, um, give us the website and the phone number one more time. And uh, we're going to wrap up because I'm too cheap to pay for the extended version of the recording software. So. <laughs> so we're coming up on www.flippinflapjacksllc.com 720-235-7178. Call Dan. Don't call me. I won't call you back. <laughs> and seriously, you got an event. You have to bring this trailer out and have the, the pancakes. It's just amazing. It's such an awesome program. Yeah, come get a hug from Kelly and yep. see Dan. You, you are family. You're, you're strangers once. That's it. Just once. <laughs> All right. I'm Matt Sodnikar. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Burn the Boat is brought to you by The Warm Front, the most unique product in outdoor thermal apparel. Visit us online at thewarmfront.com. Pursuing your passion? We'd love to talk. Email us at podcast at thewarmfront.com. We'll see you next week.